0: Welcome to the Startup Competitors Podcast, where we talk with early-stage entrepreneurs to understand
1: what information they use to inform product roadmap, strategy, and market differentiation. Hey there. Today we're chatting with Aaron Fluss, who's the founder and CEO of Promotable. Promotable does education and workforce acceleration for data analytics, Python, Uh, and all other things data science related. They've got some physical locations, been doing a lot online since COVID. They do a bunch of events, both in-person and virtual. Uh, Aaron talked to us about that, plans for growth, some of his biggest wins, biggest losses. We spend a fair bit of time talking about what it looks like to build and grow an education company, and what the value of those topics in particular, data analytics and data science, uh, are to a workforce today. Hopefully, you find this enjoyable. Uh, if you do, go find Aaron online and find Promotable online and tag them and say that you enjoyed listening to the episode. And thank you so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Full Stack PEO. Most founders start companies because they figured out a better way to solve a problem or serve a need, not because they love tracking payroll, filling out compliance forms, and explaining employee benefits packages. And yet, all that stuff still has to be done. That's why there's Full Stack PEO. Full Stack PEO specializes in turnkey HR for emerging companies, not just those core services, but advice and expertise that help founders maximize employee potential curious? Find out more at fullstackpeo.com. Hey there. Today we're chatting with Aaron Falus, who's the founder and CEO of Promotable. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Excited to be here. Why don't we start with a quick pitch for Promotable?
0: Sure. So Promotable, we're a workforce accelerator that closes employer skill gaps and prepares professionals for high growth careers in the digital economy. The courses in data
1: analytics and Python programming. And... What does workforce accelerator mean? Sounds like you might be an online school, but that doesn't really jive with workforce accelerator. So break that down a little bit more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, online school is one way of putting it. Really, our goal is to, I'd say, put people in a position to be successful. Thinking back, looking at um, kind of the education system at large. We learn a lot of things in college, for me, in grad school, things that, you know, aren't super applicable to uh, the careers we end up in. And then, you know, I uh, just jump into the, the, the story here. But one of the reasons I started Promotable was because a lot of the current solutions um, that I, I found weren't really solving the problem that I was looking for. And, and for me, it was, you know, I thought it was really important to learn data analytics. In particular, but not just to learn it, to learn it, right? I think that's one of the, the things that I found in, in school where they're like, learn hard skills, learn these things, but they don't they don't tell you why. In my case, it wasn't just that I wanted to learn it, but I was, you know, I was a relatively early employee at a startup in San Francisco, kind of standard story, but I was I'm not technical. And so you know, I always had this issue of, you know, if I ever needed to pull something that wasn't on our CRM or on Salesforce or wherever, I had to go and ask an engineer. That that can become tedious and really becomes a block to being successful. And um so I was saying, you know, when I was at um that, that first startup, you know, this this was a constant challenge where I would have to go on and say, Okay, well, we have this information, um, it's not in our CRM, it's not in Salesforce, pull it from the back end, give me a CSV. And I would do this once a week at least, if not if not more frequently. And then, you know, when I when after you know, if you're doing this for a couple of years you realize hey there must be a class for someone like me in this case, I was an operations manager. It, similar situations apply for my friends who are in marketing or in finance. Um, you want to kind of move beyond Excel and be able to work with your technical teams and, and be a little more dependent do some of these things by yourself. And so that's what I was really looking for and, and you know when I went to go look for a class, it was um, you know either become a data scientist in 12 weeks or become a software engineer in 12 weeks a classic coding bootcamp. Um, or the other options were, were things like intro to data science, um, which also weren 't particularly helpful because they were just you know kind of intros and feeder courses, and I wanted something that helped would help me add that context, but basically learn enough data to get better at my job uh, and be successful. Um, and that's kind of how we create promotable to help tailor that experience. So if you're you know in uh, the marketing space and you're like, hey, I'm a marketing manager, I want to learn enough data to get better at my job or you know to apply that to, to new roles. How do I take these hard skills and kind of mold them to my role? right? Rather than just generically learning it, it's I want to learn what I need to do for marketing, or in my case, it was for operations. And, and, and that's what I think and in terms of a workforce accelerator, Right, there's a lot of things where you know you'll see these a lot of like research papers and companies are coming out and saying, "Hey, actually, you know, a lot of the skills we're looking for, we're we're not actually getting from graduates." Right, um, I think something like sixty-five percent or so. Don't quote me exactly on that number, but it's a very large number of, of companies will come out and say we actually want our candidates to have analytics role ana- analytics skills. They don't mean data scientists, but they want you to be able to make Data driven decisions to look at the information you have and, and, and make a decision based on facts, right? You know, I, I think the statistic I saw, it was about like 22 or 23% of schools said that their graduates came out with that, with those skills. Um, so a huge mismatch. And then looking again um, at a lot of the data specific roles that are open, a lot of them aren't for data scientists, they are for marketers or product managers or finance people. All of these like functional roles that you need to have, or that they're looking for, uh, someone with a data background, and that's really the way I see a,
1: a workforce accelerator versus something else. And so, then, what do classes or what does programming look like for for at least this first batch of kind of data science and Python? What what's my experience if I'm a, a user of Promotable?
0: Yeah, so if you're a user of Promotable, so you'll sign up. It's a you know, we are our main data analytics course. Um, it's an eight week course, that's about five hours a week in the evening. So it's, it's geared towards someone who is already working, who you've probably been working for a couple of years, you might be a marketing analyst or a manager, uh, and you're thinking, okay, well, well what's next? I want to level up whether it's at my company, or, you know, maybe I want to go work at, at a different company. And so the first question that, that I like to ask, I think is the most important question anyone can ask when looking at any sort of education product, right? It's, it's why, why am I doing this? And when you have that goal in mind, then you're really able to leverage all of that skill building, all of you know that, you know, working with, um, in our case, all of our instructors who are all current practitioners, and you're able to put yourself in a position where, okay, I'm doing this to get this goal. Um, and you're really able to then focus on that versus just kind of muddling through. In our case, like I'd probably have a conversation with you. I would tell, tell you about, of course, all of our instructors and mentors. Um, but most importantly, you know, I think a lot of people... Uh, Myself included, right? I have lots of really expensive pieces of paper from brand name universities. And, you know, I I think to me, that's less important than being able to show that you know these skills. Um, It's like I've seen lots and lots of resumes that list, you know, three lines deep of technologies, and and that doesn't tell me much, right? Um, Where for me, it's like if you want to go, um, you know, work on the marketing team at Starbucks, you know, your final work product, which is like your final project, but I call it a work product because I think it's specifically something that one should be. Focus on creating so that you have something to use down the road versus like when we were in college, you have these projects that you did, you got your A, you moved on, you're never going to use them again. In this case, I want you to be able to show that recruiter or that boss that you understand data in the context of their business. So if you wanted to go and get that job at Starbucks in the marketing team, maybe you would you know, use um, you know, U.S. coffee consumption statistics or store openings, or some sort of you know, coffee-related <laughs> data that you could pull. And lots of publicly available you know sources. Uh, some folks in our classes will use data from their companies, of course, with, with their company's permission and their boss's permission. But the whole goal is to say, okay, well, let me show you this tool. Let me show you these charts and this dashboard that I created, showing data in the context of your business. Um, and then from there... You go through and you learn the, the meat and potatoes. So you learn how to query. You, know, you learn how to use SQL to query databases. You learn how to use things like Tableau to do some data visualization. And even our data analytics class, one thing that we have found is one of those things where you can't just create something and say, okay, this is this is the best thing ever, right? You have to really go out and talk to industry. Um, and so we go out and talk to I think data scientists, hiring managers, directors. All the time, and so much of that is is because I want to make sure that our our curriculum is both top notch, but we're actually filling those skill gaps. So my only question is, what do people not have, and how do I put that into my course? Um, And that's why we also started adding a little bit of Python as well, because we've noticed that analysts or even people who aren't going to be, you know, data scientists or what have you, um, it's important to at bare minimum understand what it is and be able to do some of those basic analysis. Leveraging some of those those tools um, so you'll go through that that track we will will work with our instructors who I mentioned are all um, practitioners so they all they all have they're all in you know data science or data an- analytics uh, related roles at companies like we've had Grubhub Groupon, trunk club, who else discover um, people who have you know nielsen people do this every single day because I think that's one of the most important things that um, someone can get from taking a class like this because it's one thing for someone to say you know, like, like we, we had a lot often in, um, in school, you know, like this is how it's supposed to be. But if you've never really done it before, that's, that's a challenge, right? And so, but you can say, hey, well, uh, you know, we, I, I did this this morning. Here's how we work with our marketing teams or here's how this is the most important elements of data that you need to work, to work on. Um, and so really able to have those kinds of really important conversations and, and add in the context from someone who's been there. Um, and then at the end of the eight weeks, of course, you will walk away with that work product, um, and of course, you have the, the certificate and that sort of thing. Um, but most importantly, you, you've got something you can leverage um, to to work on that next opportunity, and, and you've already had that that conversation. so you're you're in a position to really be successful and and you know position yourself to
1: to have you know uh, a better outcome. So hit us with some current status for the company overall. Any sort of vanity metrics you want to share, It can be number of instructors, number of students who've gone through. Revenue fundraising, anything and everything that you're open to sharing. Sure.
0: Um, so instructors, and we, we have a pretty deep pool of instructors. One thing that we also do that I haven't really mentioned, um, and, and this is part of the way we connect with industry as well, is we host over 50 events and workshops every year. Um, you know, sometimes it, it's got you know to the point where it's you know every single week, sometimes twice a week. Um, and really, this is an opportunity for us to create a forum for someone to come in and learn, whether that's, you know, demystifying data with someone. We've had a um, very, uh, really cool data scientist from GoGo who talked about what machine learning is, right? And I think for so many of us, it's really, we want to understand, of course, you know, what data is, but how it how it impacts us, how it impacts our role. Um, what's an insight? How do we, you know, turn uh, data into, um, you know, things that drive revenue? Um, so we're able to have like those kinds of conversations. So we bring in people from you know different industries, different functions, um, and all data related. And so we're able to really have those like, really deep conversations. And we keep them informal, so you can show up and you can talk to someone from. An e commerce company or a CPG company or, you know, hard tech company and see kind of how those conversations happen. Um, And so, yeah, so as I mentioned, we have, you know, over 50 events a year. All all of our instructors are just like that. They're all practitioners. So a lot of our instructors and speakers, sometimes someone, you know, can't commit to teaching for eight weeks, but they really enjoy mentoring. They really enjoy talking to people and and ultimately kind of cutting through some of the buzzwords, uh, but helping people make data driven decisions through those workshops and events. We've got a community that's about Eight thousand people, give or take. In terms of revenue, we're in the high six figures. So, you know, end of twenty nineteen. So this year, we're hoping to continue that positive trend. And kind of take it from there. Then, of course, you know we've worked with. You know, uh, I've named a couple companies, but you know, more few more. You know, we've worked everything from. Of course, we have our individual classes. Then we also have uh, more corporate corporate training or group sessions. And you know, we work worked with like some Fortune five hundred companies. Uh, right now, we're you know talking to a uh, potential university partner as well uh, about doing a course for them. Um, so really, we've got a couple of irons in the fire, but ultimately, we're really trying to fill this space um, that I think really isn't isn't really isn't really being addressed. And that's people, you know, probably I assume like like you and me. I kind of I think about it as like data for everyone, um, and we want to continue to to, to building that out.
1: And then. Um... Kind of interested, what, what's the, been the impact of COVID on promotable? It, have you seen an increase, a decrease, a, about the same? How has that affected enrollment?
0: Yeah, so I would say that, I mean, obviously in March, <laughs> when everyone thought the world was falling, we, we always had, saw a decrease like a lot of people. And then now it's totally turned around. So we're seeing a lot more interest, people reaching out and, and you know asking about with next, what kind of classes we have? We've been on. Uh, we're like we're you know we're built for. We'll say a, a digital economy or even a virtual economy. Um, we've been offering not just like online you know since March, but we've had uh, an online option almost since we started Commodable. Um And part of that was because we had a lot of people who are really interested in in leveling up, learning more. Um, and but you know everyone works right, so it's like hey, I um, really want to take this class, but. I work late on Thursdays, right, or whatever the day was. So we'll say, okay, well, you know, so we would always record the, the session, put it on Zoom. And then we always offer that recording to all of our, our students so that, you know, if you miss something, you can always, or you just want to rewatch it and go over it one more time. You can always go back and watch that uh, the next day or on Saturday or, 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 you know, maybe in a couple of weeks, if you want to go back and uh, go over that, that topic. But I think the most important thing we want to stress is I think live training is really important. I think you lose so much um, when you're just watching a video because um, you you're not able to really ask those questions. But also, it's nice to be able to go back and, and look at some of those sessions. So you can say, oh, well, what was that thing we talked about? Um, you know, I remember something about
1: it. But I really want to dive deeper into it. We have that option. Aaron, do you have any swag that is uh, your swag of choice for Promotable? Anything you hand out to uh, like students, instructors, team members, what what do you guys do?
0: Right now, we're in the process of um, you know, getting our, our first swag, which I think is speaking of milestones, that's that's an important one. Um, so of course, your standard T-shirts, that sort of thing. But uh, what I really like, um, I, I, I love hoodies. Uh, a good, comfortable hoodie is like something that I think, obviously, it looks cool and uh, also very comfortable. I still wear mine from my old companies,
1: um, and so we're going to be um, getting some of that pretty soon. Nice. I'm a big fan of the hoodie as well. Well, for those of you out there looking to get your hoodie for your startup company, uh, you can go to fuelmerchandise.com. Uh, and if you mention startup competitors, you'll get 10% off your first order. So when you think of competition for promotable, who or what comes to mind? Um, so, I mean, I'm sure as, as, as you
0: know, there's you know lots of competition. And as someone who, uh, I mean, I, I think competition keeps us good. It's what makes everything work well, and, and, and you know, you want to make sure that you're staying on top of things and continuing to innovate, and ultimately delivering the value for for your clients. For us, I'd say you know we compete with you know a lot of the kind of master's degrees or that sort of thing. They're substantially more expensive than we are, you know, and and I think the biggest differentiator is, is also your master's degrees. Like any college, right, is a lot more theory heavy, where for us. It's very practical. We, you know, someone wants something very specific. Uh, they want to get better in their job. And they want to get that from someone who has been there. Um, I think that's the other differentiator between you know, a, a bigger, more academic-focused institution uh, and, and mobile. Uh, of course, you know, also a lot of the uh, at-your-own-pace courses. Um, so your, your MOOCs, things like Udemy and, and Coursera uh, and that sort of thing. And again, I think those are good places to start. I always encourage people to to look at that. I always love when I see people who want to to learn and to really you know, invest that time. But again, I think it gets to a point, and I mean, I've, I've watched my fair share of, of, of videos, and I say, okay, that's really cool. I want to learn more. Or I have a question. How, how, how did you get there? Why does this make sense? Or I see why that makes sense for what you're talking about, but how does that impact what I do? Um, and so then from there... That's where I think we're able to really fill in that that gap.
1: So I guess when somebody's going down that that initial journey and they're thinking about, well, let's say, I just want to get better at you know the either the basics of interpreting data or you know but even just looking at what are some of the options out there. How do you think about that buyer's journey and then how do you, when you're thinking about how you're going to get them on a promotable, how do you either target them specifically from a customer acquisition perspective or differentiate from those other options to bring them on board? Or do you? Do you say, no, 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 go do that. Do the one week udemy course and if you love it then you're then you're going to totally love promotable and that's the, the right next step i just love your thoughts on that
0: yeah i mean i, I think that's that's actually a good point and, and oftentimes that's that's what we'll say um because i think it's it's well, ultimately my my biggest like the thing that's most important to me is is that i want to make sure that like someone's getting real value so they know what they're looking for they have an idea like hey i'm looking to get to this point in my career and then then we can say well let me tell you how promotable can help you get there Versus someone who's like, I think I want to learn this, but I'm not really sure. Usually, once you go through one of those free courses, then you have all these questions. A lot of our clients come in with real pain points. You know, Not all of them are ready to start running SQL queries. One of the things that we started doing about uh, it's a year, year and a half ago, is, is we, we, we ran something we called Data Jumpstart. And this is... You'd expect us to start, you know, launching into Python coding and these kinds of things. But for a lot of people, um, you know, just diving into Excel can be challenging, can be intimidating. Um, if you've never, you know, seen fifty thousand rows of data, uh, you're like, well, "What do I do with this?" And so, we actually created a, a short, really uh, accessible, and inexpensive workshop that was delivered in person pre-COVID. Now it's delivered online, still live. And you know, we go through that that data-driven process, right? So it's not just about learning how to code. It's not just about learning how to use tools. Um, really it's it's a, a mindset and it's a framework. And so we talk about okay, well you have this data set. Now let's explore this data set. What's here? You know, if we're using a superstore data set, we'll say, okay, well, you know, um, let's see how many you know office supplies were sold or what regions things were sold. And you can see how many different kinds of things there are. And then we start to construct Okay, what are, what are the outputs we're looking for? We want to learn uh, how you know what can what sales look like. We want to see where which region has the highest percentage of what kind of item. and then we work on uh, your first pivot table, uh, and then from there we use you know we'll do things like we we'll show people how to use slicers, uh, link all those pivot tables together onto a dashboard. That you know, self automates, so you can self updates rather. So if you have a, that drop down, you can say, "Okay, show me all of the sales from California by salesperson A," uh, and you're able to do that on you know on a dashboard that you've made yourself. But you can always use again for almost any business, and for a lot of people, uh, a lot of small businesses, really, that's what they need um, to really just start learning about how do you drill deeper into your data, and then you know from there, if you're one of those companies that are you're in finance or you're in you know a different e-commerce and you have millions and millions of data points or you know hundreds of thousands of data points, that's when you really need to start looking at other solutions like whether it's uh, your know, a SQL database or or something else. Um, and so that's actually been really well received. Uh, a lot of folks are like, oh I feel so much more confident being able to look at this. And, and now I have much better questions to ask um, and they're able to really get a lot more. And then from there, that's a good way of then taking that next step. Our, our events are, are are kind of a similar thing um, where someone will come in, they'll learn, they'll say, oh, this is actually really cool. I think this is really relevant or this really resonates with me or I really want to dive deeper. And, and now I understand where I can take this. And I understand, oh, I have like all these questions and these pain points. Um, and I know, like, hey, if I solve this problem, I'm able to, to get a little bit better here. I can save five hours a week, or I can automate this task that's been taking me this much time every week, or I could win more meetings by using a data visualization tool like Tableau uh, to showcase those insights. Um, and that's kind of how we uh, have that conversation and help people on, on their journey.
1: What are the primary ways that, that you get customers today? Is it Word of mouth, those events that you run, pay per click, how, how do folks find you?
0: Um, so, right now it's a lot of word of mouth. Of course, uh, our, our events, of course, help because when you have, you know, ultimately we don't do any hard selling. Um, we just, we of course do a 30 second intro about Promotable and then we let our speakers take it from there. And we're just talking about all kinds of different topics. And, and you know, at the end of the day, we think that that is the best way to deliver the most value for everyone. Um, and then if someone says, "Oh, this is really cool. I think this is helpful. I want to go deeper," then we can t- we talk about, of course, all of our, our class offerings and that sort of thing, and, and and take it from there. We don't do very much paid marketing, so we do very very little Google AdWords. Uh, we almost do do zero. You know, I, I think part of it is there's only so much. Uh, there's only you know I think we're flooded with with this kind of stuff. Uh, you go onto Facebook. I go onto LinkedIn. I get. You know, LinkedIn messages all the time from people telling me to complete my degree. I have two degrees; <laughs> I don't need to, you know, go go to stereo university. They they like to LinkedIn mail me every month or so. And so, you know, I think from you know being able to do some of the work up front and show that value, um, I think is a really good way of helping people along that journey versus just like throwing out a Google AdWord or or um, you know, spending on on Facebook. facebook Facebook ads or what have you
1: when you think about the kind of product roadmap for promotable and all the different things that that could mean right product roadmap for you could mean tools and technology that you offer down the road it could just mean different types of courses and content How, how do you think about that in your mind when you look at this business three to five years from now what does it look like
0: yeah, so that's a really, really good question. And um, you know, before March, I would have said we're looking at a couple of different, you know, physical locations and this and that. I think now we're really looking at, of course, a, a much more robust online platform. I think I, I see a huge value in live learning. Uh, I don't think we'll ever go away from that. I think three to five years from now, you know, I think we'll we'll definitely have a. Uh, and at your like a suite of at your own pace videos and courses as well to, to augment um, So I think that's always helpful to say okay well now we've learned all this stuff uh, maybe for homework go through uh, some of these things or you know as you're thinking about what works and what doesn't for you what's most helpful you know dive into some of these specific things and then come back with real questions for your instructor of course uh, once we can go back to doing in person stuff uh, you know we, we we're definitely going to be looking at other markets uh, you know right now we're in Chicago and DC. Uh, looking at San Francisco, of course, and really just expanding from there. Because, um, you know, our, our cost model is pretty low. Uh, we're able to really, you know, we don't have a, a physical office space, right? We, we work out of our um, accelerator, co-working partners. And, you know, when when it makes sense to you know have a physical office, then maybe we'll get there. But, you know, given COVID, who knows? Uh, I think, of course, we'll continue to offer our online products. And then, you know, go into more verticals. Um, you know, I think we're looking eventually at... You know, we, we focus on personalized learning and making sure that data uh, you can learn, in our case, data for to help you at, at your job. Um, so we'll be looking at really customizing for, for some um, functions, particular verticals. And then um, last but not least, we're also going to be uh, starting to address some of the gaps that I think a lot of the data science boot camps and the coding boot camps have open. You know, I think we've started to see uh, income share agreements and this sort of thing. So we'll be going down down that route, uh, launching next year, and and then kind of taking it taking it from there. But you know, uh, it, it's all built on this platform that Promotable is growing. Um, this community of uh, instructors, everyone who attends our workshops. Communicating with with industry leaders, ultimately, you know, we have this platform where we're continuously feeding feeding in information and understanding, you know, what do employers need, what what is you know uh, what what we don't need as much of anymore, right? Or how do we take this kind of these foundation or building blocks and really add that extra component that makes it so much more valuable? Um, so we're just going to be continuing to to dive into that sort of stuff, and then of course continuing to build out our B two B Uh, corporate solutions as well
1: i probably should ask you this one before we started recording just to give you an option to direct me here but at least for the markets that you're in do you have are you aware of any incentives that you're working with like the state or federal government or anything under the cares act around particular reimbursement incentives for employers or for like specific classes of employees like I I know that I think it's in the CARES Act there's stuff around retired military members going for technical training things like that do do you know are you guys set up for any of that? Um,
0: So we don't do any of that now Um, we've had a couple of conversations we've been reached out to a couple of times from specifically some um, organizations that work work with veterans that are transitioning out of their their military roles into into tech training roles so I think uh, shift.org is one uh, there's a few more that um, we've started having some of those preliminary conversations um, but right now we don't have we're not we don't, we're not uh, working with any like uh, either federally funded or or otherwise um, funded or subsidized programs yet I know some of those exist out there and so we're, we're having those conversations and, and trying to make sure you know trying to see if we can if we're a good fit for that kind of thing um, of course you know I always like to try and find a win-win uh, solution you know we do that Already with a lot, you know, I'd say probably a third of our students, give or take, come in with either a employer, like partial reimbursement, either on the back end or, or, you know, up front as well. Because ultimately, you know, when someone's taking these kinds of classes, we're not just doing it for fun. Uh, we're doing it because we want to get better at our jobs for our, our, our employers. So oftentimes we're able to find those win win solutions where it's like, hey, I'm going to invest in you and then. You're gonna become you know that much better
1: for us, um, and I think that's always a good opportunity nice what's your biggest win since starting promotable what's the the thing that you're either proudest of or the thing that you think you've learned or internalized that uh has been the most impactful
0: um that's a it's, it's very hard to put to put one one in I think you know as a a first time founder, there's so many things that you learn um and they're you know I think it, on the one hand, it's like you think that you're, you know, it feels like you're doing it yourself. But there's, you know, we have all this infrastructure. I have a lot of mentors that I work with. They've been really helpful. But, you know, I mean, I think your first win is that that first piece of revenue, right? That one that starts to tell you, oh, actually, there is validation in this that you're, it's not just like, I think this isn't really is a, a skill gap, but actually, it's something that is real that other people feel as well. That's always, you know, it really empowering. And then, you know, even like after that first class, when we had people came back and said, Aaron, we, this was really helpful. I'm getting interviews that I never got before. Or, you know, this like kind of my outlook. Um, it's it's really humbling um, when you have people who are like, oh, this is really cool. This was actually really helpful for me. That's, that's really amazing. And then kind of going on from there, I mean, you know, we did... Uh, a, a training, um, you know, last year for a Fortune 500 company. These are things that you you don't really think about or, or, or expect, and and you know they reached out to us, um, and so that's something that is is really interesting. Then um, you know most recently we you know got our first in print uh, media mention, right? So we just got into Chicago Magazine, um, so that's really cool. Uh, I could tell you that's the first time I ever paid full price for a magazine in my life. <laughs> 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 it's like $7 for a magazine. Oh, my God. Um, but, um, yeah, so I think those are a couple of, like, I think milestones. And I, and I think you have to, you know, when you're starting anything, really, um, something I've learned, something I should have or wish I learned, you know, earlier on in my, in my career, but something you definitely realize when you're you're founding uh, a company and trying to build something, you have to celebrate the small wins and uh, you have to, like, really kind of build that, that um, you know, that... Track record, and you know every next step um, is is a win
1: as long as you're going in the right direction. What's the flip side of that? What's your biggest challenge that you face so far in launching this company? Um, You know, biggest
0: challenge is you know is just really making sure that we continue to. It sounds cheesy, but but innovate and make sure that we're doing we're we're continuing to add value. I always some of my conversations when I talk to guest speakers know, um, I, I talk to a lot of people who are, you know, not just entry level, but director level, manager level, hiring manager. And and my biggest question is, you know, what you know, what are the biggest challenges that you're facing um, when you're hiring people? What what skills are you looking for? What do you think is what's like the next thing that you think is really helpful or that you think is missing from from your team that you wish more people had? These kinds of things, and being able to continuously add that into your into your coursework to make sure that. I started this to put people, make sure that we, you know, education helps put people in a position to be successful, right? We're not just learning to get a piece of paper, but we're learning to advance our careers or we're learning to you know, get better at whatever we want to get better at. And we want to make sure that we're doing that. Um, I think that's something that education, I think sometimes gets lost a little bit.
1: And I want to make sure that that's like remains at, at our core. Nice. All right. If folks want to learn more about Promotable or if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, so if folks want to find more about us, we have
0: our website, www.promotable.io. We also have a YouTube channel uh, for anyone who wants to see all of our events, uh, see all of our guest speakers. Basically, just go into YouTube and, and Google Promotable Data Analytics it will, will definitely come up. And then uh, anyone who wants to email us, uh, they can email me. They send an email to, or a note to hello at promotable.io. Um, I'll see that and follow up.
1: Excellent. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, me too. Thanks so much for having me.
0: If you're thinking of launching a SaaS product, Startup Competitors can provide data on your closest competitors, survey potential users, or provide other product validation services. Learn more at StartupCompetitors.com.